0: Zlatan is back, baby. He's back.
1: I feel like, you know, dude, Batman or like from uh Harry Potter where Voldemort comes back and everybody's like, who's back?
0: He's back. <laughs> and so is the Betting Eleven. I'm Blake Hughes and we're with Ian Levine and we're here to give you your usual dose of some soccer betting action.
1: Yeah, what's going on, guys? You know, we we're talking about Zlatan as his first Start in the league since he got hurt uh, way back in November, I think it was pops up with two goals. One was a penalty. The other after VAR confirmed it, but to nothing, they get the winner and, and we got the, the win there as well with the minus one Asian, Asian handicap.
0: Let's go. Successful for us and successful for him. You know, after VAR confirmed that goal, he turned to the Genoa defender. I don't know this other guy. And he was talking the shit. He was oh quite happy shit. to have. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. He's back. Yeah, you know, that. I told you when I'm 39, I want to look exactly like him. I mean, I don't need the back tat, even though his back tat is, is pretty damn cool. <laughs> but like hashtag life goals, baby. Dude, <laughs> this guy I is wish- crushing it.
1: I wish I looked like him when I was 22. What do you mean? Like when, <laughs> when you're 39. God, he's fucking ripped. Like, oh, oh my God, it's insane. But he's ripped. Who else is, you know, who else is back?
0: Who's back? Shady?
1: Hey, Pierre Emmerich, Obama Yang popped up oh. with two goals against, against Newcastle. He probably should have had a hat trick, but, you know, we won't, we'll, we'll just be happy with the, the two goals there. Did you text me a,
0: a clip of him missing the net?
1: Oh my God. It was like <laughs> it was kind of a tight angle, but still it was just a tap in and somehow he hit the outside of the post, the opposite post from where he was at. and like when I saw that, I was like, oh, this game under two and a half, we made the exact right bet. Obama Yang's not scoring. ended up getting another tap in and and a nice little goal taken on somebody from the left side. Uh, And it ended up being three nothing, which, you know, we were talking about Arsenal and Newcastle, which one we liked. And I told you that my gut said Newcastle doesn't score, but I didn't really trust Arsenal to win. And we ended up going under two and a half goals. We should have just gone with the Arsenal money line. But, you know,
0: hey, man, no, no problem. We got shouts all over the place, including our shout to the Brazilian man who's listening down there. I called it. Palmeiras with that sweet 4-0 victory over Corinthians, man. So if you took Bra- that, yeah. you made some even money. Bla- Brasileiro. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's go.
0: And speaking Dude, of making I, money, yo, Chan. Chan. <laughs> Ian and I are the champions of Chan. That's four and o combined. <laughs> Y'all gotta find yeah. a way to bet.
1: We, we gotta break our, our deadlock there. You know, we're just your you got your two picks right. I got my two picks right. We got some more games coming up. Tomorrow on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm nervous. Um, I know, right? Who do we go with now? I don't want to break my streak. <laughs> you want to go ahead and get into those real quick?
0: Yeah, let's do it. It's Cameroon versus Mali and Burkina Faso versus Zimbabwe. So your your choice, your choice of the cream of the crop here, buddy.
1: All right, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a Cameroon win against Mali. I know they both won their first group stage game, but Cameroon's one of the favorites. I'm gonna go with Cameroon.
0: All right. And that leaves me with Zimbabwe to take the match against Ooh. Burkina Faso. I'm not doing any goals or anything like that, although I would lean to under two and a half. I mean, the way the, the games have been going, it's zero zero or one zero every game almost. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna go with Zimbabwe on the win there.
1: All right. And then Thursday we got Libya against the Democratic Republic of Congo and then Congo against Niger. So who what's your pick mm. gonna be there?
0: Yeah, I you know, I think my pick is going to be I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say over two give me two goals. You're going to give me two goals. Can I do then over if I if you give me two?
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Uh,
0: in the Congo Niger game, I'm going to say over two goals.
1: Over two goals on that one. Okay. I guess that leaves me with Libya and DR Congo, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go under two and a half in that game.
0: All right, there we go. So we do some over unders. Thanks for letting me have a little bit uh, extra leeway there, buddy, because (laughs) that half goal is going to crush me, I think.
1: (laughs) Right. But uh, on Friday, because we'll probably be recording pod during the game on Friday. Okay. Morocco and Rwanda, and then Uganda against Togo. I'm going to take Morocco as just a money line winner.
0: Chalk it up, baby. I did the same thing. (laughs) That's okay. My peeps from Uganda are going to come away with the victory on this one. I'm choosing them to win over Togo. Word, word. So moving over to uh, some European action, we're going to go to Italy, right? On Wednesday, we got a 9 a.m. Eastern game, something early on in the day for y'all. Get the day started right with some cash money. Atalanta at Udinese, right?
1: Yep, that's right. Udinese hosting and... Atalanta had their they had scored in ten straight games before their zero zero draw against Genoa over the weekend. So definitely gonna be looking for Atalanta to get back on track there. We'll have to check into the odds and, and all the stats there, but we'll definitely I, I can I can just about assure you that that'll be in our our betting eleven there because you know Atalanta is my favorite team right now. Yeah, and without then,
0: looking at without looking at any odds, I would say both to score seems reasonable to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then moving on from there, tomorrow on Wednesday as well, one o'clock Eastern, we've got Man City against Aston Villa. And it's actually Aston Villa's first game back for their first team since January first when they played against Manchester United. They had two games postponed because well, two yeah, two postponed because of COVID. And then they were first forced to play a third which was a FA Cup game against Liverpool but they played their U23 team. So their first team hasn't played in what set 18 days now. So hopefully they're all healthy and you got to wonder if their fitness is back up to snuff, you know, and then City are on a freaking eight game win streak. Just unstoppable right now.
0: I mean, it's clean sheets galore for these guys
1: mm-hmm. from,
0: yep. you know, EFL to Premiership. I mean, they are killing it two nil three nil one nil four nil and that's just their last four games i mean nobody's scoring on these guys and they're putting the ball in the back of the net so i think the quality of the sides plays the factor for me you guys will have to see that one on the web as well i'm pretty sure i'm going to convince Ian to do something with manchester city
1: oh yeah yeah for sure and you know you talk about rest but depending on how many people had covid they, they may have just started training a couple of days ago after having COVID. There's no way they're going to be at hundred percent fitness, it, you know, so it, it could get rough for them. Feel you on that.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm nervous, man.
1: What are you nervous about?
0: Betis Damani somehow <laughs> always has screwed me this year. I need a Celta Vigo win on Wednesday at three o'clock Eastern. Uh, it's at Betis And the reason I'm nervous is I got a $5 wager on the line. You
1: got that future bet.
0: But it pays $2,100. I mean, if I could get that cash from $5, the bet is always fade the blades to finish last in the Premiership and sell to Vigo to crack the top four, which is like, you know, before the season, you would have thought, hell no, but we're the betting 11. We do cool things. This is what we do. And right now, They're not sitting too far out of that. I mean, I show them in ninth place on 23 points, and to get into the top four, they need 10 points by the end of the season, and it would be a huge win because Batiste is tied with them on points. They're only ahead on goal differential. so to go up to 26 points would put them in the eighth position and just that much closer to finishing in the top four, so Definitely need a win from Celta Vigo. There's no way to bet on this game. Hell no, Batista are playing well, and I don't trust my pick with Celta Vigo.
1: <laughs>
0: Twenty-one hundred bucks is on the line from five. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. quite the payout, baby.
1: Definitely be watching that one. And you, know, I think you, you pretty much have a lock in there with Sheffield to finish last. They're they're definitely struggling right now, but it'll be interesting to see how Celta Vigo do if they can push. I, I don't think they will get to do it, but it, it it could get interesting. We'll see.
0: Hey, you think you could trick our buddy AJ into betting you better (laughs) odds against, you know, Sheffield not finishing in the relegation spots? I mean, he's been for them all year.
1: (laughs) He keeps saying that they're not going to get relegated. You know, he's telling me I got to give him like plus a thousand odds. But uh, I I don't know. about that. I
0: mean, at what point do we get confident enough to say they're not going to finish outside the relegation zone and you just tell him, all right, I'll give you the thousand to one odds on like a hundred bucks. Would you risk it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's still you talk about them getting out of the relegation zone. It's still not that many points. They're only 11 points from safety, which I mean, they've only got five points. So that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> but 11 points, it's only four games, you know, so. All right. But, uh, crazier things have happened.
0: I I understand that. And and they're playing better, like we said. So you got to give them the yep. credit where it's due. We always said we'll give them the credit when, when it's due, and finally it is. Uh, speaking of credit due, Bayern need to get their <laughs> shit together and show that they are championship contenders again. I mean, we don't need any scares from my favorite team here. Come on.
1: Dude, and it doesn't matter who Bayern plays. They always seem to go down early or at least concede a goal to make the game way more interesting than it should be. You know, playing against Augsburg, you think they're going to crush them, but they have not done well against, I mean, they're still top of the table and whatever, but they're not dominating like they normally do.
0: Yeah, I I feel you. I have a sense of being scared a little bit every time we go into a match away, because I know we're going to see some other team go up 1-0, 2-0, like... We saw versus Mainz, and you're going to have to struggle in the second half or pull off some Lewin-Golski miracle to (laughs) to get the lead. So in this case, Bayern are are traveling on the road to Augsburg, 1530 Eastern on Wednesday. Um, And Ian and I always talk about this. It's the time of the year where you want to see a top team play against a team that's in the middle of the table that has no worry of going down and really no chance of going up. And in this case, Augsburg. (laughs) are sitting in 12th with 19 points, you know, 12 out of 18 teams. In the Bundesliga doesn't have 20, it's 18. And so for this matchup, it fits right into where Ian and I look. They cannot drop down into the relegation zone. They have no chance, mark my words, no chance of European qualification. (laughs) Union Berlin is hot on the tails. And the only reason Bayern's in first right now, like Ian was saying earlier, is because teams like Leverkusen, Leipzig, Dortmund, Wolfsburg, they cannot put a streak together that would help them out to save their lives. I mean, Leverkusen's last five games, win, loss, draw, loss, loss. They're only down by four points to Byron. If they would have another win and another draw tucked in there, they would be on top of the table. It's amazing. Yeah. But nobody wants to take that away from Byron. They're actually going to fall into it in my estimation.
1: No, I was going to say, you know, you're talking about Leverkusen. They did end up with a 2-1 win over Dortmund today. They got a late winner. So Ooh. but even with that they're 4 points behind Bayern with a game in hand. So once Bayern win they're going to be back up 7 points again.
0: That's crazy. I mean I just can't believe it. You know Augsburg are terrible at home too. They've of the games that they've conceded in 9 of them. Uh they've only recovered 2 points. So Bayern just have to score. Yeah. And yeah. the game should be there. So that's all I have to say about that.
1: <laughs> yeah and then staying in Germany this might be the the match of the week in Germany we've got Red Bull Leipzig against Union Berlin which you know Leipzig I believe are they're now in third place tied tied for second with uh, Leverkusen after Leverkusen's win but a win for Leipzig would see them jump back into second on their own and they'd actually only be 1 point behind Munich depending on what Bayern do in their game They're currently four points behind. And then Union Berlin, they're in sixth place. And a win for them would jump them all the way up to fourth place, only one point behind Leipzig. So massive game here for for two teams who definitely are looking. I mean, at the beginning of the season, Union Berlin never would have thought about Champions League. But now they're right there in the mix. Definitely eyeing Champions League, maybe Europa League spot. So this would be interesting.
0: Yeah, they're a strong group of gentlemen over there. We always talk about them being the outside contenders, and this is a game that'll show the rest of the Bundesliga that they mean business.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, and you know, uh, was it Leipzig just had a draw against Wolfsburg, which was kind of disappointing for them. They maybe could have been in the title hunt if they would have won that. And then Union Berlin had a surprising win over Leverkusen, last minute winner there to win one nothing to kind of jolt them back up into the Champions League top. You know, and just real quick, we got an update on two of the games that we bet today. Leicester finished two nothing over Chelsea, so we got that draw bet. Yeah, Chelsea such bad form. And then their own goal was just scored in Sevilla Alaves in favor of Sevilla. Sevilla's up three one with about seven (laughs) minutes left. So Sevilla money lines looking really good right there. That put us at three and one on the week so far.
0: You're to make me stress your, out like that, dude. Heart there, <laughs> <doesn't know. laughs> I wasn't even looking at that. Good stuff. Good <laughs> shit. I love it. <laughs> Feels good Sorry. to be successful. I hope you're along for the ride. We were saying that Chelsea have been in terrible form. And I think there are some rumors coming out Ian, from that team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently at halftime, they're saying it's not a question of if Frank Lampard gets fired, it's when he gets fired. And they said, if he loses today, He could be gone as early as tonight or tomorrow. So we'll be looking out for that. And, you know, a a really good stat that my brother brought up was Chelsea haven't beaten a team ahead of them in the table all season. Which, you know, that's pretty crazy for a team of Chelsea's aspirations.
0: Yeah, you know, we always talk about Lampard and he seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he was thrust into the limelight and he was a very good player. I don't know his history of coaching before coming to Chelsea as the head coach, perhaps he could benefit sitting behind somebody for a couple of years and and come back. I'd like to see him back. I mean, he's done some good things at times.
1: Well, you know, he was at Derby before, before he was at Chelsea, just I believe one year. And then he got this job and it's kind of tough because of all clubs, Chelsea just rotates through managers, like nothing, you know, Roman Abramovich, he doesn't care who you are. He's going to fire you. If you're not, doing what he wants you to do and then with all the big money (laughs) with all the big money signings that they've had this year they haven't really had a chance to gel and Pard hasn't really stuck with a set lineup because he hasn't figured out his best 11 and he's constantly chopping and changing and it almost seems to have you know they haven't got any chemistry because of that and it's really hurt them so it's unfortunate to see all
0: right what's not unfortunate is how Manchester United are playing lately. They love life. They did a zero-zero draw against. Did I say did a zero-zero draw? What a loser! They, <laughs> they drew zero-zero against Liverpool uh, the other day at the Anfield Stadium, and we saw that game being like a tactician's dream, right? I didn't think OGS had it in him, but you and I called it. We hundred percent called it. We said there are going to be no goals in that game between city and Manchester or very few goals. And we also said this game expect the same thing.
1: Yeah. You know, and it looking back on it, it kind of makes sense because United were the ones that were in first place. And if they didn't lose points, then they were still going to be in first place. So there's really no reason for them to go for the win against a really top quality side in Liverpool. If they beat the teams they are supposed to beat at the bottom half of the, of the table, then they're going to be right there and, The race for for the rest of the year so it's not surprising that they kind of more played for a draw than try to go out and win
0: what do they try to do in this match versus fulham
1: i mean they're they're definitely gonna have to win they're they're on the road their road form i mean they've just been in great form overall lately but fulham you know they're they're definitely in the drop zone they're in second to last i think they're just ahead of of sheffield right now They've got – sorry, they're in third third to last ahead of Sheffield and West Brom. They've got 12 points. How many games this season do you think that they've lost by more than a goal, a team that's in third to last? Hmm.
0: We always I talk mean, about them keeping it tight. I, I would guess uh, they've played 17 matches. I'm going to say 11 of 17.
1: Dude, so Fulham have only been beaten by more than one goal once in their last oh. 14 league games. And it was 2-0 to City. So Woo. how can you believe a team that hasn't been beaten by more than one goal in their last 14 games, sorry, except for against City, is third from bottom and facing relegation? No. You know, it, it, that's crazy. You know, So, no. I mean, United don't really punish people either. So you could see this being a pretty tight game, especially – on the road uh, down in london for united but you know united can go back top of the table assuming that city win tomorrow as well which we just talked about currently leicester actually in first place after their win against chelsea by one point so it's it's all there right now we got like four or five team title race going
0: nobody can see this but i'm raising my hand to, to set myself up <laughs> to talk for ian so i'm going to go ahead <laughs> How is a team like Manchester City in third? All I see are green W's across the board for these guys. Like they, don't, they haven't lost in their last five matches. They only have 35 points. I mean, I know they've played two less than Leicester and one less than Manchester United. That's probably the difference, but it's pretty tight for a team that hasn't lost. Did they start the season off bad or what?
1: Yeah, they, they started off bad. They also started a little bit later than everybody else because of COVID from the year before when they were playing in the Champions League. They got 30 days rest. So that means they started a week later than everybody else, which is why they have that, that game in hand. But for it, it is crazy to think that a team that's on an eight-game winning streak isn't in first place.
0: That's insane.
1: <laughs> you know. And even I if they guess. win tomorrow, they, they won't still be in first place, assuming United win.
0: I don't know if any of the United States books have it, but some of the offshore books, you can start selecting parlays and leave the games open, the legs open for what you want to choose in the future. Imagine somebody started when Manchester City had their eight-game win streak. I mean, what's more reliable than that? You know, you take City, and then the next week you take City again, and then the next week you take City again, and all of a sudden you've got eight wins in a row I mean that that would be something and I bet you there's some sort of supporter out there that every week all he or she does is yep we'll take my team to win that's it (laughs) yeah
1: well dude and listen to this for these next games for city obviously they've got Villa tomorrow then in the FA Cup they've got Cheltenham which is some lower division team then they Mm -hmm. play West Brom relegation team then they play Sheffield relegation team then they play Burnley one spot out of relegation and then finally they play Liverpool. So I mean, we could be looking at a twelve thirteen game win streak here by the time they leading up to Liverpool game.
0: Somebody give me access to betting that because I will.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, right?
0: I'm I'm in, I'll throw 10 bucks on that. I mean, why not?
1: Yeah. yeah that yeah. is crazy. You know, and we're talking about City and Liverpool coming up in February. Liverpool are taking on Burnley on Thursday at three o'clock Eastern. And this one makes me a little nervous because Liverpool, they've only scored one goal in their last four league games. So, you know, normally you'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll take Liverpool, minus one, minus one and a half, you know, whatever. They're going to beat Burnley. But I don't know, man. They're just in such bad form right now. And Burnley have only been – speaking of teams that have only been beaten by more than one goal very, very few times – They've only been beaten by more than one goal in their last ten games, once, and that was against who else? Manchester City.
0: <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> the Killers. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it'd be interesting. I mean, I don't obviously Liverpool is not going to lose at at Anfield, but I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Burnley made that a lot more interesting than it should be.
0: I mean, are injuries playing a factor for Liverpool? I mean,
1: I mean yeah, they do have. Like obviously, Virgil Van Dyke is hurt. Right. And they've got another center back. I think Joe Gomez was hurt the other day. They played with Fabinho, and sorry, not is it Fabinho?
0: Yeah, Fabinho and yeah. Henderson was in Jordan the
1: Henderson were their center backs. You know that right. that's crazy. <laughs> Two center mids are playing center back for you. Somehow they didn't right. concede a goal. But that
0: that's that is crazy. And you know Joel Matip is out. You know, so they got some names out that are going to be hurting them, especially at the back line. But what's crazy about that is they don't concede. So okay. it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to affect them in the back unless they really, their strength apparently, you know, from these injuries being out, are building up from the back or whatever balls that these defenders provide from their positions are just fantastic to the attacking third. It seems like that is the missing key because I can't pinpoint anything else. I mean, they're just not creative enough in the attacking third. They're crossing the ball over the top, looking for Mane at the far post, trying to send Salah long, And these like, clear and obvious things other teams are picking up on
1: yeah yeah and you know salah has basically just been a passenger lately he he is not holding up his end of the bargain there for for liverpool and it really hurt them to have diego jota go down injured because he was just starting to get back playing regularly for them scoring goals putting pressure on those top three to prove that they belonged in the starting 11 and once he went down hurt you know maybe there's some complacency there with Mane. Firmino, and, and Sala.
0: Hey, Jota was born in 1996. How old does that make you feel, dude? <laughs> oh, my
1: God, dude. Dude, you like, I was looking at Jamie Vardy today. He's 34. I just turned 35. How the fuck could I ever keep up at that level, you know, physically at 35? Like, I don't know how these guys do it at 35, 36, 37. It's, it just makes it even more impressive to, to realize that.
0: Dude, I got the tongue dragging on the floor during my Peloton ride. Let me tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, these guys, you know, Zlatan is on COVID protocol, putting TikTok videos out there of him (laughs) beating COVID. Why would COVID, you know, try to challenge me? And he is on the treadmill like speed nine, just crushing it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's insane how, how insane athletes these guys are.
0: Yeah, I mean, just think about it. We're watching on TV, but these guys put in hours upon hours of work, and it really you know, goes unnoticed to the average viewer. You know, In America, we have all the weightlifting, and people notice how strong people are in the NFL and baseball. You can see who puts the time in, right? And you kind of got a feeling for how the players look as to what they're going to be doing, their strengths and weaknesses. But my, oh, my, to have fitness, to play 90 minutes until you've done it, until you've tried to do it or understand what it takes to do it, uh, it, it's a whole nother game, whole nother ball game.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But why don't we uh, go ahead and get to our last two games that we'll be looking forward to? The next to last is also on Thursday at 3:30 Eastern. We've got Ibar hosting Atletico Madrid, and Atletico are on a five-game win streak in La Liga currently, and Atletico are actually four points clear of Real and seven points clear of Barcelona and they still have two games in hand they're just killing it so you know it really looks like they're going to win the league which would be an incredible accomplishment for that club they've, they've always wanted to do that but Barca and Real Madrid have at least the past I can't remember 10-15 years it seems like it's one of those two teams always winning. them
0: Right. And that's kind of what prompted me to waste $5 at the beginning of the season when, you know, I see the way that Barcelona and Messi are getting along or not getting along in this case. You know, I figure like one of those top teams and Real Madrid, everybody said, well, they're no longer the real Real Madrid. They're, you know, whatever fake team that still needs to show up and prove themselves, which is crazy because why does a team with, you know, Zidane still at the helm need to prove themselves? But that's why I wasted the five bucks. I'm thinking, well, there's all these question marks and uncertainties and all these different media reports coming out that there's uneasiness from these two teams. Let me throw some cash in there and see if I can't make it up for, uh, you know, twenty one hundred bucks out of five. I mean, like you said, it's just unreal that these staples at the top are not there. But hey, Atletico Madrid, the only reason that they didn't advance at Champions League is because they lost to who? Uh,
1: oh, that's right. Bayern. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was scared going into that game for sure. I mean, uh, you know they have, like you said, the capability to lock anybody down. Have you taken a look at their goals against?
1: It's crazy. They they don't concede. They're just kind of like City right now. You know, right? I just shutout after shutout after shutout. And yeah, it, it, it's insane. You you always kind of knew that they could do that, and they have done that in the past with Simeone but now they're actually scoring goals and everything. You know, you look back at their at their games, two nothing against Sevilla, they lost in the uh in the Copa del Rey obviously, which was a shocker there. But then a one nothing win, a two nothing win, three nothing win, you know, it, it, they just they just rack up the shutouts. So definitely probably uh, Atletico to win to nil would, would be a good shot.
0: Oh yeah, and you know what? Like you said, they recognize that this year is their year. Only six goals conceded in the entire La Liga through sixteen yeah. matches. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, that's, that's that crazy. is
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. So, dude,
1: I'm, so I didn't want to scare you because I saw how you got with the Sevilla game earlier. That own goal got disallowed. I don't know how VAR disallowed it. So it's actually two one. And I just got the update for a final, 2-1. So. <laughs> Almost so a premature
0: celebration there.
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? But it should always happens. You start talking hey, about hey. your bet that you're maybe going to win, and then when you know it, they go and fuck it up. But, hey,
0: when those guys go to the earpiece on the field, they're looking to see, hey, what does BXI have on their website? Because we're going to fuck them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure Uh-oh. that's happened at least once or twice.
0: <laughs> yep, no No doubt. All right, Whoa. I think that's all we got for today. Hopefully you guys like this new style a little bit better. We seem to have some success with that early on in the week here. Let's keep it rolling.
1: Yeah, and, we'll, uh, be, we'll be getting back on it Friday, looking ahead to the weekend action, all sorts of FA Cup action going on. Maybe we can see if, our, if we can get our buddy AJ in to give us some expert picks on, on the little FA Cup parlay or something like that.
0: Yeah, he needs to give us some round-robin action. Let's bring that to the listeners yeah, i mean we round robinson wow
1: have
0: we? oh yeah that you can do some fun I'm stuff
1: yeah no yeah. doubt okay, cool yeah.
0: all right we love you all TheBettingXI.net. also betting xi on twitter and email us the betting xi at gmail.com have a great week we talk to you on friday
1: peace yeah be on the lookout for those starting 11 as we come we got four in there already we got uh, seven more to